All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and future Titan for today, Sharice Sally. Sharice, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Too. Really appreciate you being on the show. I'm absolutely honored. Uh, I know that there's so many people in anticipation to really dive in to get to know you a little bit better and understand your background, your why, the whole nine. So, absolutely. Uh, do you want to just dive in? Let's get going with this. Uh, it's okay. going to be fun. I love it. Okay. So, uh, I guess just tell everybody a little about yourself. Okay. Um, so can I go back a little bit? As far back as you want to go. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, okay. There's well, no time limit on this oh, episode, right. everybody. So, so as far back, I think that would actually be at the time of my conception. <laughs> and I do have a story behind that. Let's do it. Let's do it. This is great. <laughs> because where, where are we going with this, everybody? <laughs> it's going to be really bizarre. I was actually conceived in a Rolls Royce on a rainy day Get in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, actually. That's a pretty awesome start <laughs> to a pretty awesome story, everybody. So, so I don't know where this is going to go. Let's I, go. And I did get permission, hi mom, from my mom to actually say that. I know she's so embarrassed. And <laughs> she's probably so glad that nobody can see her face right now. Hey, mom. <laughs> but um, it is a true story. And so my husband, Gordon, he says that I was not born with cowboy boots, but I was born with running shoes on, even though I'm from Texas. So I, I had those running shoes on with my little hands on my hips. Hmm. And from the very beginning, I was just a kid that was full of adventure, hmm. full of life, and wanting to kind of dive into the deeper things of life. Wow. And so that's kind of where I got my start. So. Okay. Um, I don't know where we go from there. That's like really deep, right? <laughs> That's good. Hey, I, lo I love this deep dive. We're really getting to know you. This is awesome. And you mentioned Gordon. He's a great guy. You know, just having a quick chat with him. So, you know, shout out to Gordon yes. if you're watching. Hey, Gordon. Hi, Gordon. Um, so, I guess let's just start, obviously, the progression of from the inception to, to Rolls Royce yes. to, you know, where you're from, what your background is, you know, Absolutely. what got you into the business, your family, likes, interests, that sort of thing. Okay, so um, originally, like I said, from Fort Worth, Texas. And then life took a lot of turns. I moved about 12 times between, wow. um, I would say, kindergarten to about middle school from okay. Texas to Colorado. Hmm. So it was really amazing because it gave me a sense of being able to understand change and deal with change and Love cope it. with that. And so um, going back and forth, I became a mountain girl hmm. and fell in love with skiing. And actually, when I was a little girl, the Broadmoor had a ski team here. I don't know wow, if you know that. I did not. So it was back in the 80s. And so I was a little skier, hot-dogging down the mountain and loving that. And then um, that season of life finished, went back to Texas, and then came back here as um, with those running shoes on, by the way, okay. as an adult. Um, I was a single mom. Hmm. And so I packed a U-Haul at 22 years old with a four-year-old son and said i'm coming basically to have a new start okay. um it was a big step of faith right and i decided to uh i wanted to forge my own path instead of anybody else forging it for me hmm. i could have stayed behind it would have been more comfortable it would have been easier but essentially i really felt this 
insane call of God on my heart to just move out and not be afraid and go for it. I didn't know what I was going for, but I just went for it. I moved. And my son, who was four, and my job at the time was selling eyeglasses throughout half of the state of Colorado. So, um, and then I fell in love, and it was really unexpected. And Gordon came into my life, and he was kind of like Jack Nicholson. His hair was blown uh, back, yeah. and he saw me at this retreat, and I was this introvert. I was praying and crying in a corner, and when he saw me, he saw something in me that was I didn't even see in myself. And um, so when we met, we were married in 21 days Okay. from start to finish. So you knew. I mean, you both knew. There was a deep yes. you know, understanding of what was going on. It was insane. Wow. It was deep. And it was insane. I think we flipped a lot of people out at that time. But <laughs> hey, let them, let them hate or not understand. You <laughs> That's know? right. That's but okay. It, it worked. You know, that was almost 23 years ago. So that's 23. That's huge. Yeah, we brought um, our seven-year-old, his my, Gordon's son, Jake, my stepson. Okay. And at the time he was seven, now he's 30 years old, wow. and he's married to a beautiful Rebecca. <laughs> they live in Sydney. So okay. I'm a grandmother. I have a two-year-old grandson. If oh, you can believe right it. Here. That's huge. <laughs> that's that's another level. It I is. mean, when it gets to grandparents, I'm told that that is a whole other layer of love. It is. And uh, it's pretty awesome. And I just didn't realize how many cool movies we were missing out on, like Frozen. We watched it about three times a day, two times a day when we were there. You're like, come on, kids, step it up here. That's right. Um, and then my 27-year-old son, Christopher, he's finishing his master's degree right now at UCCS. Wow, fantastic. So, thank you. So that's where our family is today. Okay. And that's where... Uh, they've all been a big part of this business. They've all been a support system for me. They've been the backbone of everything that I've done to be who I am right now. Oh, that's so. huge. I mean, there's so much information and legacy and, and story behind that, and it's it's a beautiful pathway from that point to where you are now into real estate. What was the charge? I mean, what got you into the business in the first place? Oh, that is a crazy question. Um, so at the time, Gordon told me, and he was laying in a hospital bed, okay? Oh, wow. He said, you can either sell a thousand widgets or you could sell one house. <laughs> and he said sales is 90% of the world or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he, he actually polled the world, but he sure. said that. Yeah. And I'll never forget it because, you know, back going back to Texas, my dad was a real estate tycoon and... Uh, Fort Worth, okay. not doing residential, but doing all kinds of crazy commercial deals. So okay. I saw something come from nothing. That was wow. my background. I saw the impossible happen, but mm -hmm. I never really thought I would be doing real estate for us. Sure. It came out of a place of necessity. Huh. And so my husband had been a chiropractic physician okay. and he had four neck surgeries. And so through that, um, and six months into our marriage, so I'm so grateful we got married in 21 days, yeah. <laughs> because six months into our marriage, he had to have his entire nervous system shut down. Oh, and um, he, so our kids were very supportive, and Gordon was supportive, but we had to make something work. Right. So that's really where real estate came from. It came from a place of complete surrender, mm -hmm. Like, wow. God, what do we do? Sure. And um, so I'll never forget because even as much pain as he was in, he would say, we are still going to praise God. 
And so I was more like, maybe we should curse God and run away. I, I really, I mean, I was young and I, I was scared, right. truthfully. But I stayed. And I stayed with him and I stayed with the, the charge of our family. And our family came first. So we walked through all of that. And the cool thing about it is real estate was birthed out of necessity, but it remains out of love, if oh, that makes sense. It does. Wow. So that's uh, kind of what got us in. But since then, Gordon is doing, you know, even though he has all of his pain, he's mm -hmm. doing remarkably well. Wow. And he's by me all the time as we've built our real estate company. Mm -hmm. um, and we kind of have a charge of health and home. Okay. Um, we believe in living life to the fullest, even even when all the cards are stacked against you, you can still make a choice to live while you're alive. Well, and that's so. every day of our life, we make that choice. Okay, yeah, and, and I love that, I mean, as far as the, the story and the struggle and, and really the, the happenstance to get you in, slight influence, but really just diving in deep in. You know, look at where we're at today. I mean, just, just walking into your office here, you know, at the Selly Group, it's beautiful in here. I mean, it's such a great impression, really fresh and vibrant. Um, so let's talk about, I, I guess, to a lot of professionals and people who are watching this right now, uh, I think it's a great segue into what's your why? I mean, what excites you about the business? What gets you out of bed in the morning to, you know, really make you do what you do to the level that you do it at? Awesome. We touched on a little bit of it with okay. family, but truthfully also, I would say that for me, and it's probably not interpreted the same for everybody, but the word why for me actually isolates me. Interesting. And it makes me feel like I can't answer that question because why is something that then it can even turn into maybe self-pity or why, why. Mm -hmm. The thing I've learned is to take that why and the, the thing that really motivates me now, mm -hmm. I'm learning this, is to say, who and what am I supposed to be in this present situation? Oh, I love Even that. right now between us. Yeah. So I've taken, I've, I just think being hmm. is the most important. Okay. And the charge in life right now for me is be in this moment. Be present. Hmm. And so I love that. I love that hmm. in terms of being with a client, just right before you walked in, I'm talking to a 81 year old gentleman who wants to move uh, because he wants to honor the 62 year marriage of his life, move the love of his life to the water because her dream has been the ocean, wow. you know? And so it's like, that was just being available, being in the moment with him. Right. Um, that That is definitely what I love every day about this business is hmm. being present being with my clients. I, I think that there's there really isn't a higher calling when you when you break it down. It's never been broken down on this show that way before and I absolutely love that. But your being in the moment is a part of your why to me translates to everything that you're about. Uh, when it comes to your family, as you mentioned, your clients, uh, re religion, uh, you know, personal growth, being in the moment at that time, because that moment, it'll never be the same again. Right. The, the, this moment that we're in right now, and hopefully everybody's enjoying this and <laughs> listening and watching whatever you're, you're consuming, we're in this moment, and, and it, that's so precious. And, and I love the fact that you address that. More of us, right? Everybody's watching this, myself included, really needs to focus a little bit more on that. Yeah. Unplug, unwind, be with the people that you care for, do the things that really drive you and motivate you, just above and beyond what the expectations are. So I think that's beautiful. And it kind of ties in for me that 
when I was younger, I always wanted to look at the final outcome. Uh -huh. And what control do we really have of that end result? It's the process. That's what we truly have control over, how somebody's going to interpret that process, the end result, a closing that blows up because of an appraisal. We don't have control over every part of this. And I think it's, it's stepping back and just saying, I'm going to do the best at the, at the juncture of the process that I'm in at this moment. Mm -hmm. That has changed my life. Wow. That's huge. And we're not even at the advisory portion, yeah, everybody. This I is know. great. There this you is go. Huge. I probably jumped around no, too no, no, much. No, 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 not at all. I think this is great. I mean, this is this is buckets of knowledge and nuggets for everybody to take away. So this is fantastic. Obviously, getting to know you through the process, which is huge. Uh, so let's dive into that portion, if that's okay. Sure. Uh, going into the advisory portion, because there are a lot of viewers who watch and consume this uh, particular series, and they want to know what the Titans are doing to grow their business, what really scales for them and what's worked, maybe sometimes what hasn't worked. Yeah. Uh, so if you could look back at your career thus far, pick or choose one or two things that you might have added to your business that took it from one level to the next. Mm. What's that look like for you? One thing that took it to the next level was uh, making a deliberate decision to walk in leadership. Okay. Not to be afraid of that. To take on a mantle, like even opening this brokerage right. was a big decision um, to do. So I think making a decision to step forward and find the highest part of my own capacity and to be challenged by that every day. Um, so leadership, it was a deliberate decision. Am, am I going to be a follower in this business or am I truly going to lead because leadership is so risky? It's yeah, scary. It's, it really is. And it's, it, it can be lonely, right? Mm -hmm. But through that, the other part of what has made this business so successful, I wish I could say it's every trendy technology thing in the world <laughs> because I do love technology. Sure, I am sure. a little bit of a nerd. I love it. But I think the other thing is drawing into the right community hmm. in my life. Okay. And that starts with who is around me. This brokerage um, was designed and built back in 2009, wow. kind of out of a default. Um, it wasn't planned in a way. Okay. Um, and, but I found that I made a lot of mistakes early on in my career because I was hmm. in that drive, that, that end result mo mode so much. Right. And so I've scaled that back and I've loved more. I've built a community. And I feel like this brokerage stands for Switzerland in the okay. community. Yeah. Because we're really here to not sit there and and we're not we're not trying to be something that we're not. We are just an excellent brokerage. We mm. do excellent service. We have excellent technology, but we truly want to be at the present moment with our clients and love sure. on them. And we don't want all of these layers of things that kind of separate us from that process. Hmm. So I would say that Selly Group represents safe harbor okay. in this industry, this little boutique brokerage that we have that I'm very proud of. Sure. Um, and so I want, I want it to be safe harbor. So that has, it's revolutionized the business and also walking in leadership back to that. Mm -hmm. um, being on the board of Peak Producers has changed my life. Wow, okay. Because again, it goes, it ties into community. Okay. And being able to stand up for the people who can't stand up for themselves and unite mm -hmm. like the Springs Rescue Mission and mm -hmm. see a gentleman who was on the streets and now he's a top culinary chef wow. here. 
and Huge. link them and help support a program that puts them into complete work readiness and complete ability to go off of the streets and into that. The real estate community coming together for those kind of reasons, standing for a cause that's bigger than us, unites us. Wow. And so that's what I've loved it. Changed my life, changed things. When when we focus on ourselves, it's it's just boring. Right. There's like life is meant to be lived. Hmm. Like I think we have to be full so we can give. Agreed. We can't help others until we've helped, you know, the whole process and going through that way. I love that you mentioned you know, leadership. And if you could touch on that a little bit more, because I know there's a lot of professionals out there that are watching it. It's not necessarily easy to step into that role. So any advice to that? Uh, you know, somebody who's kind of on the cusp of maybe I should join that organization. Maybe I should take the lead and open my own brokerage. I yes. mean, there's a lot of struggle there. So it, any advice? The at all? struggle is real, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is real, everybody. This is, is not real. fluff. Well, I, I would say I wasn't prepared to take on a brokerage when I started. Okay. Because 22 years ago when I started, I needed the training. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I actually started at uh, McGinnis, Better Homes and Gardens. Okay, yeah. And back then they gave me this giant phone book and they said, start making calls. And I was like, <laughs> I wow. was scared. I'm like, if this is real estate, I don't know if I can do it because, but I did get a listing appointment for making those calls and, it, and I guess it broke the ice. But sure. Um, loved the people there, loved them. Uh, legends like Debbie Reardon and mm. Frank Chantal. I got to see people thrive, but I needed more independence for me. Mm. I just knew how I was wired. So then I went from there to Paul Goldenbogen over oh, at yeah. Heritage. Sure. So wow. for 10 years, um, you know, for me, Paul was a little bit like Bosley of Charlie's Angels. Oh, here. yes, I love and, that. And, and, and he's so calming. So I would walk in just absolutely like hyped out, hair <laughs> sticking out, like, what's going on? Can this, can this buyer get out of this contract for this reason? And Paul would be sitting back and he would be like, Sharice, what does the contract say? And, wow. and it wasn't that, that almost like, sounded like Paul. <laughs> it wasn't patronizing. It was like, let's go back to the contract. Hmm. So it, it just always got me back to the, the essence of what we do, which is being excellent and skilled at, hmm. at helping people through the process and really understanding the contract. So the point is, I got the training okay. before I could lead. And well so when I was able to get that, I wasn't a leader walking um, like arrogantly or mm -hmm. in false responsibility or any of that. Right. I was ready to go because I think I, I just learned and also paid a lot of other dues. I, I think that's great advice for everybody out there is really being able to walk the talk, learn the craft and understand it before you plan on teaching others how to do the same thing. Right. Something that I picked up on as well that was a little bit of an undertone for me is surrounding yourself with other people, mentors, people that you can learn from. Yes. Um, you had mentioned a couple of Titans, Paul and Debbie. So shout out to Paul and Debbie, some fellow Titans. Uh, but I, I think that that's crucially important is to surround, surround ourselves with good people, knowledgeable people that we can learn from. Yeah. We want to share knowledge as well but there's a certain point in your life where you just have to ask for help and, and you have to ask for guidance and that's okay you're yes. not silly uh, I forgot what the the haiku or the adage is but the, the person who doesn't ask is really the dumb one right, right. at the end that's of the day so you're dumb for a moment if you ask a question but you're dumb for eternity if you don't ask at all and, and I think that that's really important takeaway for everybody so that that's great that is huge huge stuff so the more I grow the less I know and it's the truth. And um, I would say 
and contracts are changing. They just changed this year. Yeah. We have to go through all of the different changes and not be afraid to stay teachable even in our leadership places. There's always something that I need to learn. And I've, I have had pride, I've had points where I thought, oh, I've arrived and that's just a joke because I, there is not a point. I love this business so much because every day you learn something and there's something you can bring to somebody that maybe you were called to bring to them that nobody else could bring, you know? That's big stuff. I mean, thanks for sharing that, by the way. And everybody, hope that you're writing that down. This is a really, really good advice all the way through. Um, we're all constant leaders in our lives, whether it's our families, our individual businesses, um, whatever the case may be. So that was great stuff. Uh, let's go into the next question. Now, this one ends up being on the tricky side. This is the challenge question. So uh, we all deal with challenges in our lives, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. No one is exempt. But at the end of the day, I think it's really important to know it's not so much what happens, but how we respond, as you were discussing earlier. So if you're comfortable sharing a challenge or two that you dealt with in your life, yeah. and you became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you? Oh, man. I think it goes back to that Rolls Royce. Okay. No. <laughs> Way back, everybody. Back to the beginning here. But seriously, um, well, a teenage pregnancy, it changed okay. my life. Okay. And, um, and it was the best decision that I ever made because I could have made another choice. And um, the point of that for me is I learned at a very young age um, to live for somebody that was way beyond myself. Hmm. And it broke me in a good way. Wow. And so, and then it gave me a reason to fight as well, like a reason to really stand up and say, I have to be something. I do not want this son of mine to see me um, in my current status of life. I want him to see me rise. He's got to have an example of living in life and overcoming. And so that's that was a big thing for wow. me. Um, we talked about Gordon's health. Mm -hmm. um, that's a daily thing. Sure. And um, But we, I will say that suffering can be the very best teacher in life. And he suffers so well. And I hate that almost sounds like really sick. Yeah, but he yeah. does. He overcomes well. And that example for me teaches me every day I have no excuse because he overcomes and um, and, it, and he does so very beautifully and I've stayed so in love with him for all of these years because uh, he just very self selflessly fights for our family wow. and then I think another thing that happened more recently back in 2011 okay. um, one of the hardest things I've ever gone through was uh, the dad that I so looked up to, my Hungarian father that was so amazing. He um, took his life in a pretty pretty violent way um, back in 2011. Uh, he, he was very sick. Okay. So uh, he really, I know that he was kind of at the end and he didn't want to put a lot more on the family, but it was a very, very hard thing to go through. Unreal. And so, through that grief, um, I feel like I lost almost five years of my life. Okay. Um, but at the same time, the office that you were just mentioning, mm -hmm. like I had to change it. I, I did five remodels in one year mm -hmm. from grief. Like so, I had I so something like opened up in me. First of all, the business still kept going, and I was working hard, but my soul was in poverty. Mm -hmm. You know, we can be very successful and be very poor in our soul. 
So I had to find a way to get back to that place of richness inside of me. And it's been a long journey. And, um, but for whatever reason, at, at one point going through this, like things didn't make sense except for colors. I know that may sound weird, but I started designing around colors and colors that gave me life and kind of living by uh, a mantra then that was live while you're alive. And so I started designing and I found life through color, through expression, through not being afraid to take this office and, and gut it and our house and gut it in another place. And I just started gutting things wow. to find the beauty in them again. Hmm. So that's what the, that death experience caused in me was to remember to live. And um, I love him and I love my family, but that was really a tough one. Yeah. Wow. I, and first of all, thanks so much for sharing, because it's not easy to do to kind of air your stuff out for everybody here. And there's so many different challenges that you did share that I know it's going to hit and pull heartstrings for a lot of the viewers that are watching this right now or listening to it. Um, I think that, again, continuous takeaways is that if you're humble enough to understand and address what's happening in your life, you're taking the positive nature out of bad experiences, right? There's no way to necessarily sugarcoat it and people, you know, always project back, oh, you're such a happy guy and so positive, but th that's that's a choice. It really is. And right. you're not disrespecting or dishonoring anybody who's passed or anything that's going or anybody who's dealing with a challenge right now um, just to say, it's okay. Let's learn. Let's move on. Let's grow and be positive and, and happy. Feeding your soul. I love the fact that you said that because there are a ton of successful professionals in the real estate industry but they're not successful in the, the right ways, if that makes any it sense. It does. Um, and, and I think that there is a lot of reflection for all of us to have, myself included with that, uh, really just focusing on the fundamentals and, and really what matters in life. Uh, you know, that's that's a beautiful share. So I just, I appreciate that. From, yeah, that's You're just, welcome. That's just big stuff. Thank you for listening. Yeah, no, no. Hey, hopefully everybody appreciated that too because it was really, really good, really important stuff. So let's go into something a little softer, if yep. that's all right, because this is actually one of my favorite questions, uh, kind of to get off the challenge question. It's if you could travel back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, and you could say anything to young Cherise, what would you say? <laughs> anything. Anything, anytime, anywhere, what would it be? Even back into the Rolls Royce, but you know, I don't know if she'd be able to understand that, but, let, but let's go there. It's time to change those shoes. That's right. So, um, I, I think what I would say is follow your gut instincts. Hmm. Follow your gut instincts, trust your gut, wow. because that is a, it's a God-given instinct that you have. And don't wait so long to let that come out. Um, so I think when I was younger, I doubted my instincts or I needed the approval from people before I would follow this deeper gut instinct or this in intuition that I would have. Wow. Now it's like I, I just, I feel like God gave me this sixth sense almost mm -hmm. to just follow that. Go for it. Right. And that's what I would tell her. Just go earlier. Yeah. It would have been okay. Well, I, I love the, the follow your gut mentality. I think that that's crucially important. And there's the you know uh, paralysis of analysis sort of scenario. You have to do your due diligence and you have to know what's going on that way. But when the signs are there and you feel a certain way, I think that's great advice for everybody to go through with it because you know you could have the best ideas and the best plan and you have your business plan right now, but the, if the action is not applied, it's it's meaningless. It doesn't exist, right? That's true. It's just a dream without the action. It doesn't become the reality. So I, I think that's huge, not just for young Sharice, <laughs> but everybody who's watching out there. Uh, I think that's really, really great stuff. So 
uh, when it comes down to it, their second crowd pleaser when it comes to this particular series is the feeding of the mind mm -hmm. question. They want to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing. Okay. You constantly talked about learning. You never know it all right, which I think is huge for humility and going into it. But what books are you reading, sure. podcasts you're listening to, influences social media, coaches? How, what are you feeding yes. your mind? Yes, yes. Okay, so most recently, um, a friend and I are sharing... He's actually, I would call him a leadership prophet. I know that may sound really yeah, weird. No, no. Um, his name is Graham Cook. And hmm. it, one of his series is called The Art of Thinking Brilliantly. Okay. So I really enjoy his leadership series. Hmm. And uh, for me personally, I have to go so deep. I have to, you know, this inner person in Charisse has to get full. And it, it's it's got to come out from the very inside out instead of, Filling all of the external expressions out, I have to feed the deepest part of me, which is, I consider that my spirit. That's great. And so I start there. I read, okay. um, and you know, since I began real estate, one thing that I've never stopped doing, um, I go back to the most ancient wisdom that I can find, which I feel is my Bible. Um, I read Psalms and Proverbs every day. Okay. And uh, I read, you know, at least a chapter and something else. And I don't do it to be religious because that's really no fun for me. Personally. <laughs> I do it because I am so stinking forgetful. Wow. If I don't do it, I, I just, I have to be grounded. Um, sure. So that grounds me every day of my life. That's wisdom that doesn't change no matter what the trends are. Hmm. So for me, I start there. And then I do love going to, I love like, I mean, I don't really, the videos of John Goodman, mm -hmm. the attorney, yeah. listening to all the real estate updates in Min News. Mm -hmm. I'm into all of that. I do feed my mind real estate, topical things, but I have to feed my spirit first. Mm -hmm. So that's the main thing. That's great. That's great. And, and I love the fact that you, you mentioned it for foundation or your center. I think that's what everything is built upon, right? Yeah. If you don't have that that kind nature, that really putting yourself in that place, you, nothing else will soak in. Right. So I, I love that. And I think that that's a message out for everybody too, is you can constantly be learning and reading books and listening to podcasts or going to conferences, but you do have to find that center, that foundation that you can stack that knowledge on to actually soak it in and then use it for applied knowledge. That's right. So um, I think that's great. And, and just so everybody knows, as usual, I'll have a list of the comments down below so that you can learn and feed yes. your mind the same way that Sharice is doing. Sharice, this has been amazing. I mean, chock full of amazing nuggets, information, background about you. I mean, this is great. Hopefully, if everybody feels the energy that I'm feeling right now through the camera or through the microphone, I really appreciate that. This is huge stuff. So I want to wrap everything up with a final question. Yeah. And that comes down to the mantra, right? If you were to pick or choose a quote yeah. or a mantra that you live by that sums up you as a professional, you as a person, what does that look like for Cherise? Okay, so this year, um, actually it was in December, we were sitting with a couple and they challenged us instead of creating a New Year's resolution, which I don't think it works. I'm not much of a goal setter. Sure. I, again, I'm in the being part. Love it. Um, they encouraged us to pick a word for the year. Okay. And so I picked a word and Gordon picked a word. And so we have our words. It's, oh, in fact, they right, actually right. gave this to us. And so these are our words for this year, for 2019. Right. And the, the whole premise about this, the word that, that I chose was beloved. And the reason why I chose it is because if you don't know who you are at the core of your identity, how can you do anything else well? And if you don't know that you're loved, 
how can you move in love? And so I think for me, the biggest tests in my life have often come from identity. If you lose a listing, if you do this, if you don't, or or if you get something, it's all about identity. But I think knowing that you're beloved first transcends everything else. Hmm. So it, it again, it goes back to the core. Love and it. for Gordon, um, we this word when we were having dinner with another friend, it was a word that that we're borrowing from this friend too. But it means a lot to Gordon. Found. So if you put it together, it's beloved. You're found. And um, so for us, I think that's our, our charge for this year. And we're going to be tested in the very words that we choose, too. But that's the good part. Right. Because we have to shake it down. It has to mean something. So that's kind of where we are today. Um, and I think for Gordon, like being found, found in his pain, um, he wants to be found in his pain. Right. And, he, and it will have meaning just as this business also has meaning to all of our real estate clients. And so we just have this incredible dance of working all of these things out together. And I love that dance. Uh, I, I think it sums you guys up beautifully in, in what you represent in the marketplace. Obviously, your reputation is impeccable. Your clients, you know, repeat business, your friends and family. Um, it's just a huge legacy that you're laying before. So um, I'm absolutely honored to have you. You are thank an official you. real estate thank time, series. This is awesome stuff. So thanks again. I really thank appreciate you. your time. Uh, as always, everybody, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Uh, if you really like what we're doing here and support what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, please give us a like, a share, subscribe to the Facebook page and the YouTube channel, also our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, um, you name it, we're on it. So thank you so much. We'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Thank you. Take and care. Thanks for bringing good into this industry. Oh, gosh. I, I appreciate that. I really do. It, it's, it's a charge for me. So, someday we'll spin the camera around and, and get that yeah. going. But thank you so much, Reese. Take care, everybody.